Hello, and welcome to another episode of the You're Not Done Yet podcast, where your purpose is just moments away, and I'm here to help you get there. What is going on, everybody? It is another week, which means that it is time for another episode. So this week, we're going to be talking about your current situation is not your final destination, okay? And as we know, 2020 up until now has been just a crazy time for us all right when it comes to finances when it comes to relationships when it comes to business when it just comes to trusting God completely it has been a day it's been a week it's been a rough couple of two years it has been exactly what we're trying to not It has been everything that we have been trying to avoid and not talk about. So honestly, let's just hop right into it. Um, And this week's episode is really all about encouraging you to let you know that where you are right now is not where you're going to be in the end, right? So I'm just going to just talk about what I've been feeling, right? So it's been a crazy two years, but I feel like it's been two years of growth, It's been two years of trusting God and really understanding and believing in who I am and who I was called to be. And it's been crazy because, you know, things probably have been spoken into your life since you were a young kid or even a young adult. And you really say, well, God, like, how come you speak all this stuff into my life? And nothing has come to pass yet, right? Or you feel like you're at that the, at the tip, right? Of you feel it changing, you feel it coming, and all of a sudden it goes nowhere, right? And so you have to think, well, well, God, like, why do I keep feeling the pressure of things about to change and things are about to elevate? But it's like I get knocked back five or six steps from the 10 steps that I just took to get here, right? And so... You have to be mindful that everything that you go through is a lesson, right? And even though it's one of those hard lessons that we really don't want to go through, it's meant to make us stronger. It's meant to make us really think about the things that God has told us, the things that God has promised us. And I'm a firm believer in meeting your blessings halfway. And my Uncle Bailey coined that term meeting your blessings halfway and so it's crazy because we're in a current situation that we don't know how we're going to get out of it how do we get into it but how do I stay in it and stay faithful and remain hopeful that God is going to provide everything that I need because he said that he would right And it's more of you getting back and going into your word and thinking, okay, God, show me where I'm supposed to be or show me how am I supposed to get out of this mess? Because in your word, it says lean on me, right? Lean not to your own understanding. And you as a believer and as an individual, you have to believe that. You have to believe that everything happens for a reason, but only God knows the reason right and you're sitting there and you're stuck and you're just like well god what am i supposed to be doing but i believe that every situation is just you boiling 
right? Like God's preparing you. He's getting you ready. He's molding you and, you know, beating you up and beating you down for things that when it is time to release that blessing, you're ready. When it's time to release that miracle, you're ready because you've been sitting and you've been waiting. And even though it hasn't been one of the best waiting periods in your life, you still waited and you still trusted God to get you through that. And not a lot of people can say that. A lot of people go through a series of waiting, but yet they're not remaining still and they're still waiting for the answer to come, right? But then they just go and try to figure out themselves and they end up right back at square one. Okay, and I can attest to that. We've all been there. And me personally and as an individual, if I'm not happy with something or if something isn't running the way that I want it to go, oh, best believe I'm about to go and try and make something shake. But that's just who I am. But as I get older, excuse me, I'm realizing that you just have to be patient and be still and wait your course and wait your turn and honestly waiting it to me is more better than rushing and I can testify to that because me personally like I said if I'm happy with something I'm leaving like 100% don't even care if I don't have anything lined up I'm leaving so just attest to my story a little bit I remember I started my job right out of college and it was something that I took the job because, look, I'm right out of college and I need money and I need something to do. And at that moment, it was maybe the, around the time that I found out I was pregnant. So I got the job when I found out that I was pregnant. But while I was there, I was engulfed with so much information, so much knowledge and so much of me learning of how efficient I am, how powerful I am, and what difference I make in that association. And it was becoming to the point to where I was I was getting bored and I was getting frustrated. So at that time, I went and sought out another job. And then seeking out that other job, you know, it was cool. It came easy, but yet... It still wasn't what I wanted to do, but it was something that I was comfortable was doing with doing because I was already doing it. And so, boom, I'm working two jobs, right? And when I tell you those two jobs stressed me out on top of going to esthetician school, I was losing my mind. But something just kept saying, keep pushing, keep going. Like, you got this, right? And then it was like, well, when I, you know, get done with assistant school, like, I'm going to quit both of my jobs and I'm going to do this full time. But in my mind, I knew that wasn't a reality because I have a kid. And I'm all for you stepping out on faith and doing what you need to do as an individual. I'm, I'm with you 100%. But me personally... I have to, you have to think before you just jump into something, especially when you're not the only person that you're providing for. Now, if it was just me, oh yeah, I would have jumped in there 100%, wouldn't have cared. But something just kept saying like, you got this, push through. And even while I was in esthetician school, I was still looking for other jobs, right? And I'm like, okay, well, you know, let's just see because at this point, like, I'm just even tired of being in Tallahassee. I'm tired of being in Quincy. Like, I'm like, I'm really just ready to go. And I ended up, I ended up 
um, finding a job in St. Petersburg and um, the owner of the organization was very nice, very sweet lady. And I went down on a Saturday to interview with her. And I just remember like going down there, my godmom was with, went with me and just going there. And the thing is, it was a great opportunity, but it just wasn't for me. Um, it, it just wasn't for me and my son because it would have been just me and him, right? So I'm like, you know, and respectfully, I had to turn it down. I didn't want to. Like, the lady found me a place and everything. And I'm just like, no, like, at this moment in time, like, I can't, I can't do it. So then I'm like, okay, well, dog, that sucks. Here we are again. I'm still frustrated and still like, what am I gonna do? Like, I'm tired and like, I'm not getting paid what I'm worth. Like, I'm just over it. Like, I feel like I've outgrown both of these positions. And so, crazy thing, um, I went to applying for jobs in other states. And so, it's always been a dream of mine to go to Atlanta, right? To live there, work there, always been a dream. And so, I ended up interviewing for this job. And it was crazy because I, I applied to the job a year before and didn't even make it past the phone screen, right? So I'm like, okay, let's just try it again. Because in that moment, I felt like that job was made for me. Because I'm like, I do this day in and day out. And even if it just adds a little sprinkle to it, I'm going to do it. Okay. And so I'm just like, all right. So I apply for the job. And in that type of um, organization, you go through like a serious amount of interviews before they give you like the go ahead, okay, and go. And the interviews were always like two weeks apart from each other. So it was times where I was interviewing for that job and I just was like, oh, I'm not going to get this. I'm not going to get this. But you know, like how after an interview, you feel good about it and you're like, oh, I got this in the bag. I got this in the bag. And at one point, I just was like, oh, my God. I don't have this, right? They're they're actually going to go and hire someone else. But to God be the glory, I got the job, right? And so, um, you know, I'm good. I'm in it. But the thing is, I, I moved too fast. I wasn't thinking about how it was going to affect me or my son. I was thinking about me. It was a dream that I wanted. It was a goal that I wanted to achieve. And I... I was not thinking, right? So I went ahead and took the job with everything and all the powers that be that were literally giving me signs like, no, this isn't for you. No, this, is a, this isn't for you. And went up there, started working, and it was just a reality check. And for one, living in Atlanta is expensive, y'all. It, it It's expensive. It's, I'm not going front. It's expensive. But... In that, I just was like, oh, my God, like, I really made a decision that I really didn't think about because I was so worried about my current situation that I was willing to do anything and everything to get out of it without making sure. And really, I like to say I consulted with God, but sometimes I feel like I really didn't sit and listen to what he wanted me to do because I kind of felt like if I would have really steadfast and waited 
to give them an answer, I kind of feel like God would have revealed those things to me. But you know, as kids, we're hard-headed. Children of God, we're hard-headed. And we going to learn a lesson at the beginning or the end. It doesn't really matter. But God's going to make sure he teaches us the lesson, right? So going through that, and I was having to come back and forth, um, just dealing with my baby. And it just was really hitting home to me that this is probably isn't where I'm supposed to be right so I ended up coming home leaving my apartment but still working for the company um and pretty much just like work from home because at that point we weren't back in the office and I love the job don't get me wrong but in my heart and in my mind I'm just like yeah like it has to be more to me than just this but once again, when you're so worried about your current situation, you're willing to do anything and everything to get out of it. And it was one of those jobs where, you know, you were kind of like glued to your desk. You really couldn't get up. You really couldn't leave. And even working from home, like you're, it's like fast paced. Like you're always, always working, always working, always working. And so um, I started applying for jobs back in my hometown because at that point I had been on the job maybe like six months and at that point, I just was like, yeah, like, it's not a good fit for me or my son. Um, but it would just, it kind of just put into perspective that you keep trying to run away. You keep trying to leave, but you still end up back exactly where you're supposed to be, right? And I had to come to terms with that. I'm just like, okay, God, I'm really going to have to suck it up and still be here but I know it's for a greater purpose I know you have me in my current situation for a better purpose <clears throat> and um with that so I'm like I'm applying for all of these jobs I'm getting interviews like acing them but not getting the job not getting the job and I'm like okay God well what am I supposed to do and crazy thing is a job had posted which is literally the job that I've been doing since I graduated college. It was easy. It was a no-brainer. And I'm like, I'm definitely going to get this job, right? And so that interview process to me was a no-brainer. It was a two-interview process. But I just was like, this is my job. This is it, right? But then I was wrestling with the fact is, are you just doing something that you're comfortable with? Or are you really doing it because it's going to give you growth? It's going to make you work for it. It's going to make you earn it. It's going to make you really use the gift that God gave you, right? And I'm a person, honestly, sometimes, most of the time, I settle for comfortability. I mean, who doesn't do that? Who doesn't settle for something that they know that is comfortable? But God just was like, well... You wanted to come back home. This is where you're supposed to be. So trust me, I'm going to work it out for you. No problem at all. And just knowing that what I had to go through to get to that spot, I was like, oh, my God, you know, and it was more of I felt like God probably was saying if you would have just been a little bit more patient, right, a little bit more patient, a little bit more pushing, it probably would have came a lot sooner than what you were expecting because that job literally came 
as I was applying for jobs, but it just came out of nowhere. Something just said, go look on LinkedIn and, you know, and let's see what's going on. Let's see if something new done popped up, you know, in Tallahassee. And that job popped up, but it hadn't even been up a whole 24 hours. I was like, oh, I'm applying for this. I, I'm, I'm applying because this is what I already do. I'm applying. And I say all that to say that my new job is literally everything that I wanted and more. It's everything that I expect in the position and more. And God literally granted me everything that I was asking for in a position. And so I say that to say this. You never know what things that what things you're going to go through or the things that God is going to show you to get you out of your current situation, right? Because just because you may start somewhere where it's not going your way, it's messed up. The relationships are messed up. The business is messed up. But you know that there is light on the other side. You know that there is light at the end of the tunnel because God didn't create us to just sit in one place, right? He didn't create us for us just to be good at one thing or just to be going through, honestly, one thing at a time. God created us to be strong soldiers that even when the going gets tough, we're still going to stand up and defend what God told us to to defend his word, to defend at the word that he told us about ourselves, right? And it's just crazy because I was thinking about that the other day. Like, I'm just thankful that I'm not in the same place that I was two, three years ago. I'm glad. I'm glad God put me in a situation to where I felt like there was nothing, there was no one. And all I could do was lean on him. All I could do is drop to my knees and say, Lord, I need your help. Lord, I need you to come through for me because I don't know. I don't, I really don't know how I'm going to get from point A to point B. And your current situation is, is pushing you. It's molding you. It's breaking you. It's letting you know that without me or without God, I'm nothing. I can have all the riches in the world. I can have the newest cars, the newest phones, the newest clothes. But without God, I'm nothing. God puts us in situations to test us, right? To push us to the brink of just saying like, Lord, I surrender. God, I give in Because there's nothing else that I can do. There's nothing else that I could say to get me out of my situation but seek you but pray to you worship in you you know worshiping is one of the best calls out that you can give to god because in that moment it's just you and him but when you're in that current space of worship you feel the holy spirit just overcoming you and just being like oh my god like i needed that but I'm here to tell you that your current situation is not your final destination. Is it going to be tough? Yes. Is it going to be hard? Yes. But think about the story and the testimony that you'll be able to tell after you get to the reward, after you get to the prize, after you get to the miracle, after you get to the blessing. Think about it. Think about it. And we sometimes are so afraid to share what we have been through. But I went to this empowerment encounter yesterday and the, the, the phrase was, your obedience is someone else's blessing. 
right? Let me say that again. Your obedience is someone else's blessing. And if that's not powerful and if that's not truthful, I don't know what it is. Because think about the times that God may have asked you to go pray for somebody. Go sow a seed. Go drop some clothes off somewhere. Or go ask this person about this thing to tell that person that they can go do or whatever the case may be. Or he's placed you in places that you didn't feel like you were qualified to be in or you weren't good enough to be in. And he made a way. (laughs) Because he made a way to show you that by trusting in me, by believing in me, I will put you here. And I'm going to put you here. But you can't let your current situation stop you. You can't let it stop you from allowing me to fulfill what it is that I want in you. You can't do that. And like I said, is it going to be tough? Yes. Are you going to cry? Yes. Are you going to lose some people in the process? Yes. But it's all about the situation changing for your betterment. Changing for your good, changing for your family, changing for your life, and changing for yourself. But you got to be all right with that. You have to be able to look God and not look him in his face, but look up to God and just say, God, I trust you. My current situation is not my final destination. There is a calling on all of our lives. And sometimes it takes us longer than others to get to where we're supposed to be but we get there but only because you didn't let your current situation define your future you just knew that it was all a part of the process and like my fitness preacher coach O'Neill says trust the process trust what God is giving you trust his tools trust the resources and trust the people that he sent you you know, and my biggest prayer every day is that God, please continue to send me people that are going to push me into purpose. Continue to send people that are going to love me in spite of everything. My downfalls, my mistakes, my flaws, you know, and continue to allow me to love myself and not be too hard on myself because I feel like I'm not at a place. I'm not where I'm supposed to be. Like, you know, and we all get that feeling like we're supposed to be doing more, we're supposed to be doing greater because society says at 25, I'm supposed to have X, Y, and Z. But that's not where I'm at yet. But I'm trusting the process. And just because I'm not there right now don't mean I'm not going to ever get there. I have to trust the process. And once again, realize that my current situation is not my final destination. And that's just something I want you to take with you this week. Just think about where you've come from and where you are now and where you're going. And I bet it makes you smile. I bet it makes you think like, dog, I've come a long way. Or even if you're just starting to get to that point where you feel like you're stable and you're getting to the point where you feel like you're consistent in your relationship with God and whatever the case may be. Allow that, allow that thought to sink in and encourage you to keep going, to keep striving, to keep pushing because it's there. It's always been there. 
but you can't leave when the going gets tough. You can't leave when your situation is taking more control than your faith in God. You can't leave, but instead face it head on. Face it with your armor on, baby. Face it. Because at the end of the day, the devil is going to continue to keep trying you and keep trying you and keep trying you. Throwing everything in your way to make you say, bump it. I'm just going to have to be stuck in this situation. Bump it. Like, I'm here. I done gave up. But why? Why? What if Jesus gave up on you? What if Jesus decided to say, yeah, I'm done. Because the situation that she's in right now, I'm not going to be able to help her. I'm done. But time and time again, he places you in places to let you know, you got this. You can do it. And even if it's just a word from someone that you least expected it, that was your confirmation. That was your confirmation. I may Look, I may be feeling like I don't mean nothing. I'm worthless. But someone can turn or come and turn around that thought in your mind and be like, I'm doing it. And take it one step at a time. One step at a time. Slow and steady wins the race. Slow and steady wins the race. And you have to be okay with that. You have to be okay with your progress. For real. You got to be okay with your process. You know, because between you and God, y'all know what's going on. You know what's going on. And allow him to guide you. Allow him to teach you and reach you in ways that you didn't see possible. So as we close out this episode this week, just remember, your current situation is not your final destination. And I just want to say, I hope you guys got something out of this episode, some great takeaways. I know that I did. I love talking to y'all and just sharing the things that God puts on my heart. And this had been on my heart. And I was like, well, that's what I'm going to talk about this week. But make sure that you guys are following us on social media. We are on Instagram at the You're Not Done Yet pod. Your host, (laughs) it's Andrea V. And we are on Facebook as well at um, the You're Not Done Yet podcast. And once again, I want to say thank you, thank you, thank you so much for your support, for your likes, for your comments, and for your shares. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much for supporting the You're Not Done Yet podcast. Until next time, holla!